Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. Sunny shining, the birds are singing. It's Dave from Real, and thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again. Where every day I hope to bring you helpful hints and tips that I hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your property journey. So, regardless of whether you're buying your first home or expanding upon your existing portfolio, or perhaps you're a real estate agent and you're just looking to pinch some ideas to apply for your own benefit. Well, I hope you found a home here and please subscribe away uh, on the podcast platform of your choice, whether that's iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify or SoundCloud. Regardless of how it is that you consume your content, you get a chance to subscribe and receive notifications as episodes become released to you daily. I also invite you to uh, join me on Dave Stockbridge's Real News Facebook page. The reason for that is it's a consumer-centric page. It's my forward-facing page to the general public in my direct marketplace. And so if you are a real estate agent and you're looking to uh, get some ideas as to how to build your social media profile and what kind of content is engaging and works in terms of developing a passive line of vendor inquiry and attracts more buyers to your early open inspections, then that's the page for you. Jump on there, check it out and steal all the ideas that you see. Uh, they're all there for you and they're there for free. Uh, so uh, today what I want to talk to you about is a little bit of uh, what was recently on my Facebook page. And just a week ago, I was driving in between appointments uh, on the weekend and I uh, noticed that uh, there was a council verge that was, um, well, particularly uh, poorly maintained. The, the whole road was, and it's a stretch of road that uh, goes right through from the older part of the council area through to the newer developments, and so very much forms a gateway. There are two main roads that go north-south in uh, this particular suburb, and one's just received an investment of, uh, from what I understand, about $20 million dollars. Uh, improving the streetscape. Uh, so you see fresh lawn being laid in the middle of the main road, which uh, there's an island that uh, is uh, has been formed in the middle of the road where you've got some uh, original mature plantings uh, of uh, gum trees, which are 60-odd foot high, which have been beautifully landscaped around. Uh, then you've got some newer plantings that join them in a um, in, in quite a... It's a very attractive manner in which they've... Uh, taking care of the streetscape through that precinct and a a, a huge investment in that area and something a lot of locals have said is very much overdue. And yet just a matter of a few hundred metres away is the second main road through that area. And what I saw on Saturday really deeply concerned me. It concerned me for a few reasons. Firstly, what, what did I see? I saw the council verges neglected to the extent that the weeds... You couldn't call them call it lawn because um, they're, they're weeds. Weeds were going to seed and were uh, chest high in some cases, waist high in others, um, and definitely knee high was the standard. And uh, so I jumped out of the car and just sort of make that observation, that point that the council could do better. As a matter of fact, they should be ashamed of themselves. And why ashamed? Why would I use that particular word? Ashamed particularly because the council depot is only a matter of a kilometre down the road. In other words, people that work at the council, staff, uh, those people that are whose job it is to keep an eye on the, uh, on the common space and the council's resources and assets, would be highly aware of the neglect uh, 
to the medium strip in this particular location because they couldn't avoid it. Simply if they ever had to drive to work, they would have to go past it, especially if they're going from north to south uh, every single day. And so um, I was somewhat um, alarmed by the response of some of the people that work within council. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, some uh, felt that I shouldn't have made mention of it at all. As a matter of fact, one chap suggested that uh, simply a phone call from a uh, influencer like myself to council should have been enough to get the whole situation addressed and that I shouldn't have made a public post uh, that was critical of the council as that uh, was obviously deemed by this particular individual as completely out of line and, and another council staff member chimed in at that point in time and said yes they they thought that that would have been more appropriate of me to pick up the phone and to call the council myself to uh, alert them that the uh, council verge had indeed been neglected for quite some time and I would have to say and I'm only guessing here but it would have to be well over a month and it looked like more than two months worth of growth uh, to my untrained eye but certainly to the extent that it was this is a main road and this uh, medium strip was so poorly uh, maintained and the the weeds were so long that if a toddler happened to be making their way from the footpath to cross the main road, they would be out of the line of sight of traffic. A driver would not, necess not necessarily see a toddler step out from the medium strip onto the road. So it's dangerous. It's also dangerous because we're now coming into spring in Australia and uh, the garden variety snake that you'll see out and about in the northern plains of Adelaide at any point in time is the brown snake. And the brown snake is a particularly venomous type. Uh, the babies are the most dangerous. Um, if you get bitten by a brown snake, there's every chance you make it to the hospital. Get bitten by one of the babies and you might not be so lucky. And of course, where are those uh, little buggers finding their way to? Well, they're getting themselves into long grass. Uh, they're getting themselves nicely ensconced and, and ready for the warmer months as they roll around. And so local residents have reacted to my post and have messaged me privately to share with me the concerns that they have over snakes because it is a persistent problem in the warmer months in Australia as it is. And yet, you know, here we are, we've got a council uh, that have a depot uh, less than a kilometre away who are um, building or encouraging the construction of new dwellings in broadacre development just a matter of a kilometre or two further up the road. And so you can just imagine that as a result of that uh, broadacre development, that snake activity is going to be disrupted and that those snakes are going to go find themselves new homes when the old ones are being dug up and made into housing allotments and so where are they going to find themselves well they're going to find themselves closer to a water supply and somewhere nice and safe which is under the cover of long grass so it's an issue from a safety perspective a line of sight issue um, it's a, a road safety issue it's a health issue issue when we're talking about one of the most venomous snakes in the world uh, being a, the local snake and the council essentially creating a whole new habitat for these snakes as they're being disrupted in their established homes. Um, it's also just bloody ugly and unattractive and unacceptable. Unacceptable because the council area that I'm talking about has the highest council rates of any suburban council in the state. 
Um, it also is the most indebted council in South Australia and perhaps even the whole country. And so uh, what have they been doing with all this money? They've been borrowing. Well, they've been spending millions of dollars on uh, redevelopment. Uh, they've been spending millions of dollars on their CBD project in order to make their uh, CBD that second CBD of South Australia, that's been their, their promise and a part of their marketing strategy. You'll see it on their buses and, and, their, uh, and their work vehicles. You'll see Play, City of Playford, the second CBD of Adelaide. Uh, this is what they're trying to project to the rest of the world. And yet, a kilometre or so away from their depot, the reality of this council is somewhat different. The lived experience of those residents of that part of the world is somewhat different to the public image that the council want to portray. So what's got me so fired up about this? Well, there's a few factors. As I've said, uh, I'm a ratepayer. Um, actually, I perhaps didn't mention that before, but I am a ratepayer in that particular council area. I own an investment property. I grew up in that area and so know the area quite intimately. And of course, I've been a local active agent and, and I guess as a result, uh, a person, personality uh, and a point of reference for many in the area. And so it's a great disappointment to me as a strong advocate of the area to see the council dropping the ball like this. It's a real shame for me to and for those people that own properties in the area who uh, and have been long-standing in the area and are uh, very house-proud because it doesn't matter how house-proud you are, when you've got weeds that are five foot high in your council verge out the front of your house or out the front of the house that's three doors up that happens to be a tenanted property, then um, you know it's not doing anything for your property values and it's not doing anything for your chances of getting the best price for your home come sale time. Now, the council seem to be uh, ignorant of this. Um, and in fact, as I said before, they prefer people like me not to raise the issue at all because it just stirs the pot and it gets the people angry and upset and as well they should be because what I said there is entirely true. The property values are being negatively affected by the actions or the inaction of the council and locals should be ropeable at this given the amount that they're paying for council rates at the moment. Investors in the area are going to be discouraged. Why? Because if you're an investor in the area, then you can't run your mower over the medium strip. You pay your council rates for the council to do that for you as the tenants have no legal liability or responsibility around take caring for the council verge. And so if you're driving around and you're from New South Wales or Victoria or Queensland or WA and you're looking to make an investment in a particular area, but as you're driving through, you can see that the council can't be bothered making an investment in the aesthetic of the area, then what are the chances of you deciding to give up your hard-earned cash? Well, you might still, but you're probably not going to be inclined to pay as much as you would if you could see that the area has been really well tended to by uh, by the local government area, uh, authority, I should say. Um, so here we go. We, we're very, um, as you can see, this is something that's proven to be quite a, a, um, an issue this week and it's been something that's uh, certainly um, uh, uh, captured the imagination of hundreds and hundreds of people. Um, 
what's really interesting is that we've now had that post shared 22 times. We've had over 2,500 views of the video. Um, I thought it might be, uh, cheekily I attempted to boost the video uh, out to that particular LGA, seeing the reaction and understanding to the extent that people thought that um, my comments were fair and reasonable, um, but I couldn't. I couldn't. And the reasons why I couldn't, I don't know. Maybe there's been a complaint about that post. Uh, Facebook are very ambiguous when they deny you the opportunity to boost a post, uh, but uh, they there was... Uh, what they deem to be threatening language in that post. So I do suggest that you jump on and, and have a watch yourself um, and see what you think if you agree with Facebook on that one. Uh, the only profanity uh, was the word bloody. Um, I did suggest that the council should be ashamed of themselves as well they should. And they're the only two... Uh, they're the only two things that I can think of that would, I, I guess, register with the algorithm that perhaps uh, the post was not family-friendly content. But outside of that, I think you'll find it was quite a, a fair observation of uh, the situation. Uh, what's a little bit alarming to me is that um, uh, a member of council staff um, who has been a friend of my wife's for, for over 30 years... Um, defriended her on Facebook and said the reason for that is because uh, she's not, she wants to completely disengage from the content. Even though she did comment on my post, she wanted to disengage completely and couldn't show any association with either myself or my wife. And that got me thinking, is council now monitoring the activities of their staff online and dictating to them what's, what, the, what they can and can't post or comment on and what pages they are allowed to like and not like. Uh, uh, people within council putting undue influence or, or placing people uh, in a circumstance where they have to choose who they are friends with or not friends with over an issue of neglect. I wonder. It's got me fired up and uh, you can probably see why. On a whole range of issues here, one, the injustice of it. You've got poor bloody people in a low social economic area. I shouldn't say poor bloody, I would say poor bloody people on the basis of not where they live, but on the basis of poor bloody people that the council aren't doing the right things by them. So you've got these poor bloody people who are in a low social economic area that's uh, in, that has enjoyed some level of rejuvenation, renewal over recent years, and yet the basics aren't cared for. Um, these people obviously have invested in the area themselves and many are very house proud and take good care of their homes only to be let down by the council. And it's not even like the council rates are cheap. The council rates are the most expensive that you can find in metropolitan Adelaide. And as a result, any member of the, uh, any resident in the city of Playford has every right to be dismayed by the level of care that the council is taking with these valuable common spaces and gateways to our newer estates and uh, and corridors throughout our established uh, suburbs. And, um, uh, you know, if you agree with me, um, please jump on the Facebook page. Please support me and uh, let me know. Uh, if you've got a contrary opinion, maybe you're working council, maybe you've got, maybe you think I've got it all wrong, then please. Uh, I'm always, I'm all ears and I'm always happy to be wrong. And if you've got a, uh, a counter view or perhaps a perspective I haven't fully considered, then please 
reach out to me. I'll have you on the podcast. We can do a Facebook Live and we can talk it out and and, uh, spread the word. Uh, I'm Dave from Real. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again. Uh, I'll look forward to bringing you you a this episode of Dave's Storage Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.